podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts. My name is e. Sandy, and I'm here with my other co-host, Chris Mendez. Yeah, and I would like to say, last podcast episode, from what we have seen, me and Chris did pretty, pretty well. Our best one, yeah, right? Yeah, it's our most played so far. Yeah. So I feel like, uh, you know, a little pat on the shoulder, pat, especially to Chris, because that was his idea, the topic and everything. So I guess people like it when um, 20-year-olds talk about dating. And then, well, we haven't done sex yet, but we'll get there. I think people like it when I cut you off. No, I'm just playing. Can you imagine? <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for whoever listened to it. Even if you listened to it for like a minute, thank you for listening to it. I was actually surprised because I put a on the podcast account, I put a, vol- a voting poll. I, that was rigged. the first days. How was it rigged? Because I, I, um, I, I voted for it. I don't think one of us is, each one of us is supposed to vote because obviously we're biased. But I was like, I don't You voted? I, don't care. I didn't even peep. I don't care. I'm voting. So it oh. could be rigged toward my side. Just a little bit. I, I rigged it just a little bit. I do remember though when I last checked it, I forgot to post the results. But like most of it was people were down with your idea. Which was? The um, food and then the walk in the park. I told you, man. Like people... The I feel like the 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 theater and the dinner thing is cool, but it's overplayed and overrated, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like a lot of people do it, you know. So like, a little walk through Central Park or a little walk through a little festival or whatever. Like I was saying, is is something that like if you're trying to stand out to this girl, do that. Cause like there's ten other guys trying to ask her out to the movies. Nobody's trying to be a bum and take her to Central Park for a, a Frank. So you should stand out. So be a bum. Be a bum, buy your girl a dollar Frank. You want to get the girl? Be a bum. <laughs> be a bum, buy your, de- buy your girl Frank. But, like, if you're going to be a bum, you got to, like, compromise for it in other, like, in other aspects. So you got to, like, have a cool personality and, like, make her laugh while you're taking it to Okay, the wait, but I know we already talked about this last week, but I'm just going to say this and then we'll move on. Go ahead, go ahead. So you're telling me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if you and your girlfriend, right, if this was a first date mm-hmm. with her. Yes. And you took her out to the park and for and got Franks. You're yes. telling me she would hit you up for a second date? Yes, way more because our first date was actually the movies and it sucked. It was terrible. Just the movies? It was the movies and then I think did we get food after? I don't remember if we got food after, but we might have gotten food after. But I, it it didn't make a difference if we made why, if we got food after. Real quick, why did it suck? Because the movie that we watched was just terrible. So it was just mad awkward and we weren't enjoying the movie. So what movie? It was The Mule. Does anybody out there I don't know what that is. remember The Mule? It came out like maybe like 2019 or something. It was a terrible movie, man. Terrible movie. But but if the movie's bad, then um, you just make out. <laughs> maybe the movie's so bad, like you don't even want to make out. You just want to fucking leave and go home. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Terrible movie, but yeah. Okay. Uh, if I could go back... I definitely would take my girl to Central Park because one of fun fact, one of the things that me and her love doing the most right now is actually to walk through Central Park. We love it. We love going through, walking through Central Park and like, you know, getting some food or whatever. I will not lie. We don't get Franks because I'm not a big Frank eater. And they taste terrible from the stand. And yeah. And they're made of trash. If you're a tourist, sure, try it out because it's part of the experience. You know, the food poisoning is part of the experience of coming to New York City, but it's don't eat Franks, man. They're terrible, especially mm-hmm. from the carts. Like, go to Nathan's Hot. Is that what it is? Nathan's Frank cart or whatever. Yeah, theirs are be- way better. Go to Shake Shack. They Nathan's have, cheese fries are really good. Yeah, go to go to go to Shake Shack. They have like Oops. fucking seven in, seven inch Franks over there. All your girl can take they have over there. So just go over there instead. Don't eat the the 
the dollar francs. They're not even a dollar anymore. You know, they tried to charge me four dollars for a franc the other day. For one? For one franc. In Central Park? Yeah. It was like, like a four stadium. Or $5. That's stadium food prices. Yeah, it was like four or five dollars. And I was like, can I just have some gajata water for a dollar then? <laughs> the guy did not find it funny. Yeah, I'm sure. So, um, um, Sandy, how's your week? It's been pretty good. I, I, I got to say. You know how like there's those gullible people that fall for like the 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 ads online for like something totally unnecessary that they don't need. Yeah, like there's 50 milfs in your area that are dying to fuck you. <laughs> no, not those ads. I don't, I don't, I don't get persuaded by those ads. I know what you're talking about, but I don't get persuaded by those ads. The ads that I get persuaded by is like, hey, you know, I'm scrolling through Instagram and I see a $300 scooter that you know cannot be that good. And, you know, I definitely have no use for it because I live in New York City where there's a ton of trains and buses and I um I have a car. So, you know, why would I need a scooter? But guess what? I bought it. I bought it. Did I enjoy it? Yes. Do I regret it? A little bit. In fact, scooter's right next to me on my right. That is true. If Chris could show you guys, he would. But it is literally right next to him. You just touch the tire. How's the quality for 300 bucks? Honestly, for for three hundred bucks, it doesn't look bad. Yeah, it's not bad. I, I was gonna say like, first of all, my crazy ass saw the three hundred dollar one, and I was like, not up to my standards. I'm gonna buy an eight hundred dollar scooter. I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so glad I went with the three hundred dollar one because it's good enough if you just have three hundred bucks and you want to run some errands. Like I went to the store, came right back real quick. There's this restaurant that I like to go to. It's twenty minutes away walking but i got there in like five on the scooter my job it's 35 minutes on the train on the scooter i got there in like 50 minutes so longer but definitely way more fun i I rode across the bridge so you would take your scooter to work then even if it takes longer fuck no oh okay fuck no everything so everything else but just not work yeah i had to try it for work because yeah just to see my job is five and a half miles away and the scooter is rated between 9 to 12 miles, but that's in ideal conditions. And when you live in New York City, you know that New York City doesn't have ideal conditions. It's like when, it's like um, since we have cars, let me tell you how many um, miles per gallon it gets. Oh, yeah. But like the MPG, it's it's based, you don't get the accurate, it's like best case scenario. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like on the little bridge, there's like a steep uphill. The scooter, I'm... 185 pounds. The scooter was dying, man, going mm. up that hill. Yeah. And then there's like a lot of hills in Manhattan too. So it, it was just by the t- I literally it was so hilarious because the scooter died a block away from my job. So for the last block, I had to like fucking push with my foot like I'm a nine year old on my scooter again. But like worst case scenario, like the train is down and I have to get to like class or something because my my school is closer than my job. It's only about like three and a half miles. Scooter is a great choice. Mm. Great choice. I would say the three hundred dollars scooters. If you're go, if you're planning on traveling less than five miles, go for it. If you need, if your job is like six miles away, get one that's like seven hundred bucks and it's gonna go like thirty miles. Cause thirty miles, it's ideal, but it's really gonna go like fifteen miles, and you could get to work and back with that. Cause I charged it when I got to work, but then I just didn't feel like fucking driving that thing back to Queens, so I hopped on the train. Yeah. But that was it. That's all I did this week. I um I I got a scooter. Oh, I, I minor thing almost went over my head. I quit that second job I had. It was terrible. Cuz of the hours, right? 
The pay was good? The pay decent? was the pay was good. I'm gonna tell you right now what it was since I quit already. I was working at Amazon. And everybody in the New York City area knows that Amazon is a last case scenario type of job. I told you that too. Yeah, he did, he did. Like if you need money for like a month or two, you need like three three thousand bucks, go to Amazon, man. The application process is quick. They take you without interviews. You just pass a background check and a drug test. You're good. I don't even take, think they test for weed, but they might. Um, and you could just work there, get yelled at, you know, be late, be lazy, and still get paid decent for like three months until you eventually get fired because you're not doing your job properly and make like three or four thousand bucks. That's not even bad. Maybe even more. But the problem with it was it's not that close to me. I live in Queens. It's in Staten Island. With the traffic, it was like an hour and 45 minutes, a drive, a 40, an hour and 45 minute drive. Terrible. And then it was a 12 hour shift and it was overnight. Because you so, had to take the BQE, right? Going for there and back. Yeah, right? the, the yeah. 278. It's terrible, man. Um, So I would leave my house at four o'clock. I wouldn't make it back to my house till like 730, eight in the morning. Was that like 15 and a half hours, 18 hours? Mm-hmm. That's terrible. Like you can't live like that. It was only three days a week. I couldn't do it. I didn't have time for schoolwork. I didn't have time for the podcast. That's why you guys haven't been getting no clips. Because I just haven't had time. You'll get them now because I quit that job. But that's why I had to quit it. And it was making me unhappy. Like, if a job is making you unhappy, I'm not going to say you should quit because maybe you really need the money. But you should start looking at other options. If a job is not making you happy, it was hurting my personal life, you know? Didn't have time for family. Didn't have time for girlfriend. Didn't have time for the most important, beautiful thing sitting right in front of me for Chris. So I, right. just, I just had to leave it, you know? But yeah, that's all I did, you know? Did two really, my whole week just involves two irresponsible activities, quitting your job and buying something online and being gullible. Yeah, because that's how I was telling you to sleep a lot because it's not bad by itself, but it's the fact that, you know, you also had another job and school also. So that's what made it a lot as well. Because when I had... In my full time, there was a point where I was in school and just doing that in school alone, it was a lot. And I was doing a 40 hour um, work week. Yeah, I was only doing a 35 hour work week, but 35 hour work week in five days and 35 hour work week in three days yeah. is completely different. So like, yeah, I was only working three days, but then I was, but then I was worn out the other like three days after that. And I still, those other three days, I still had to go to the other job and school and record the podcast. Yeah, it was a lot. So it was just too much. That's why I wasn't really, um, like, pressing you about the clips. Because, yeah, I wanted them, but I was like, you know, because I know you're the one who does the clips and I edit the audio. But I was like, you have a lot on your plate, so yeah, it but makes sense that you didn't have time for that and stuff. And you'd just be exhausted. Yeah, but now I have a little gig. It's not permanent, but I have a little gig where I could work. You know, six to eight hours a day, which is more manageable on my days off from my regular job. Mm-hmm. So I'll do that. And it's not mandatory. I don't have to show up if I don't want to. So I'll definitely have more time for school, the clips and all that other stuff. So way better. And I'm going to be way happier. That like I never had a job where it just I was miserable to show up. Yeah. Where you hated it. Yeah. Like where I hated it. Like I understand like what now where, like some people are like you go to their jobs and they're like terrible because i haven't had a terrible job like the job i have now is not the best but it's not the worst Mm -hmm. so like but i've never had a job where like i'm like dreading the day where i start like my job right now is not like that school is not like that well sometimes it is but school for the most part is not like that and i love doing the podcast so 
it was just such an unfamiliar feeling. I had to like leave that behind. It's good though because it teaches you to like make you not want to be there. So it kind of like serves as motivation for you to like get out and do better things and go to places where you get paid more. One hundred percent. Because now I'm like day and night like doing the um doing applications online for a better job and all this other stuff. So and there's people that are out there to help. Like one of my friends hit me up and he was like, "You should apply to my job. You'll probably get it." You know, you make the same as you did at Amazon, but it's five days a week, eight hours is a normal job during the day. So might do that. You know, you never know. But yeah, terrible job. And that was my week. How was yours? Um, Mine wasn't really eventful. I I finally went and got a haircut yesterday because I've been um, postponing it for a minute and I needed one. I was kind of scared at first because um, I haven't had a fade in a minute. And for this barber I've been going to, I never gotten a fade from him. So I wasn't sure of like if it was good or not. My question is, where is he from? I do not know. But I go to a Spanish barber. I go to Oh, so he's probably Puerto Rican or Dominican. He I think he's Puerto Rican, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Puerto Rican, Dominican barbers, black barbers, like you're good. Like, no, yeah, but you know, everyone's different. Yeah. You know. So I just didn't know. So like when I went I was funny because I'm an idiot because the whole week I was like, you know what? I'm going to get a fade this time. I haven't got a fade in a minute. And I think it'll look good with my curls because with the um, the curl cream I've been using, it's been making my hair curlier and less frizzy. And it'll look better. So I'm like, yeah, let me get a fade, blah, blah, blah. So I go in. I'm just like, you've liked in your curls. <laughs> yeah. I go in and I'm like, um, you know, he asked me what I want. I'm like, oh, just on. let me get a fade on the sides. And he's like, oh, what kind of fade? And my dumb ass, I freeze and I'm like, wait, uh, what kind of fade do I want? Number three, please, off the menu. No, so I'm a dumb ass because I'm sitting there. I'm like, I've been talking about wanting a fade. And then I didn't sit here and decide like what fade I wanted, you know? Yeah, because there's different. There's like a, a, a the taper ones. The, like, yeah, the, the ones that go from like a zero to like a three or whatever, which is probably what you have right now. Yeah, so I just told him off, off the top of my head. I was like, oh, let me get a skin fade. Yeah, skin fade. There you go. Yeah. But then at first I was like, well. What if it's not what I want? You know, you know, you just have that thing in the back of your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I, I liked how it turned out. And I like the yeah. skin fades. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. People don't really do them that much no more. They like they like to leave a little bit more hair. But personally, for me, you know, I got the curly hair too. You know, I got the curly hair popping too. It just looks better with some curly hair. And I've been actually trying to grow out my hair for a little while. I haven't cut it in like I don't know if you guys. I always, fun fact, I don't think I've ever shown my full head on the podcast and I probably never will for a while mm-hmm. until like the summertime comes because I love wearing hoodies I never show my head but I don't really cut my hair like that I go like two or three months without cutting my hair because your hair doesn't grow that fast right it grows no it grows decently fast like on the sides like it's long enough that like I could pull it and stuff like that it's just I've been trying to grow out the top so if I'm trying to grow up the top, I'm not gonna cut the sides every two weeks. I'm not that type of guy. You could what you can do is when you go, just tell them to cut the the edges, the ends off the top, because that's gonna help you grow more and get longer. Oh maybe yeah, but yeah. The, but the thing is like I love my barber. Well, when I tell him to cut just a little bit at the top, my man goes crazy. Just say the end. Just literally say cut the literal the tips. Literally pull have- it and like this end, that little snippet, and that's it. I think I'm going to just go for a more natural. Or if you want, you can it do it yourself because cutting the ends isn't really that hard. That is true. I, I might even do it myself or just let it grow naturally. No, but I'm saying for it to grow natural and longer, cutting the ends is going to make it grow even longer. Okay, so I might do that. So that's because that's what I used to do to make it grow long. I, I feel like I could braid my hair too because braiding your hair makes, makes it grow faster too. Mm-hmm. But the problem with braiding my hair for me is like, 
I know you guys haven't noticed, right? But I'm very white, and like my scalp, like especially when it's pulled, it looks super red. So I don't want to have like my super red irritated scalp. You don't wash your scalp for people? No, like because like when you my hair my head is sensitive, so when you pull it, you could like see it and stuff like that. What yeah, do you mean I don't I wash think, my scalp? No, I'm saying because like if you don't wash your hair and your scalp, you don't scrub it and wash it, it can get irritated. No, I'm talking about from like pulling, from like, because you know the braids are tight as hell. But that's, I think that's also because you're not used to that. So your skin's going to be like, this is fucking new. That is true. But, but then over time. I've never had braids, but like, any, yeah, anytime, anytime I bump my, my arm on something, then it'll turn red immediately. So I know if my hair is being pulled 24 7, my scalp is going to be super red. And then, um, and then I don't want my fucking super red, irritated scalp because it's being pulled on. To be on display for everybody, because I feel like it looks goofy when your your freaking braids are like, you can see your red ass scalp on it. I mean, they're gonna see your scalp regardless because they're pulling it. But that could be something with your skin, so you might have to like do research on that. No, I have. I just have super sensitive skin. Like I bruise like a potato or a tomato. What? Which one is it? I think a tomato. Tomato. Potatoes I, are tough. I yeah they are. They take a long time to boil. You're right, potato. Um, I mean tomato. Um, I bruise really really easily, and my skin gets red like. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure if I pinch myself, like if I pinch myself really, really hard, by the end of the podcast, it's gonna be red or like a small bruise or something. So mm-hmm. my skin is just super. You could probably buy like a cream or something to put it, something like that. If well, I haven't want... even done it, so I don't even know. If you decide to go with braids, yeah, I don't even know yet because I've never done it. So if I do the braids and it turns out fine, you could just see my white scalp. I'm fine with that. Um, but I don't know when I'm gonna do it because I haven't found a braider yet. If you're a braider, hit me up. The um. The barbershop I go to, they have a braider. They do braids in the back. So if you want, you could talk to them. But do you think my hair is long enough for braids? Uh, it goes down the, to my nose. Is the, okay, so that's your front, right? Is the middle part as long as that or no? Uh, in the back. Because if not, then no, not yet. The back is definitely not as long, but the middle is definitely that long. But the back is not as long. Because they cut it in the back. I would say, like I told you, cut the ends, let it grow more, and then... Talk to a braider. Because also, you could, if you go to maybe my barber, you could probably hit up the whoever braids and talk to them and see, like, you know, how long does my hair have to be to get braided? Because they should know. And they could, and you know, you know, you talked about what you want and it'll tell you, all right, it needs to be this, this, and this. That is true. I I know that people with even shorter hair than mine have had it braided. It can, but like, but then they have to pull it super tight. It's going to be really, really tight. Yeah. And I don't want that. Yeah. So it depends that honestly, that's something on your own time. You just have to research and see, or, um, if you go to the, my barber and talk to the braider there, she or he could tell you what needs to be done. Dude, braiding hair is hard because it takes long too. I tried to braid my own hair, like just one braid to see if like I could do it. Mm -hmm. 20 minutes, I got half a braid. Yeah. Like I had to like keep resetting. It's so hard to do. It takes a while. So much respect for whoever braids hair, man, is hard. Because you sit there depending on how much hair you have for like hours. Yeah, it takes hours. And that's what I don't want. I don't want to be in a chair where like some guy or some girl pulls on my hair for an hour. You better get a phone, watch some Netflix, something. Yeah, right. Speaking of Netflix, I finally, I saw the first couple episodes of You with the serial killer or whatever, Joe. To be honest. Don't you love him? No. The show's okay. I get why people like it, but to be honest, nothing about it really grabs me. But like, I don't know. Because like, I can't relate to Joe 
It's very hard because of the shit he does. Well, I'm going to be honest. I don't think a lot of people relate to Joe. He's a fucking murderer. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. His he 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 is interesting in a sense that like he has a very different mindset from everybody else and obviously he is the main character so you're seeing things from his perspective. But I guess that's what makes it interesting cuz you're just like how can you think like this and operate? But also dude, during those first episodes, he's a, He's really bad at like being a serial killer or, or his whatever his occupation. Well, that's the point is that like he's not trying to be a serial killer. Like serial killers from what we've seen in like movies and shit are clearly intent on killing. But if you keep watching the show, anytime he kills somebody, I'm not going to say he regrets it. But like if he carefully plans it out, like it's not like he's doing it. It's hard to explain. But, but like, he did intend to kill because like where I got up to, right? He does intend to kill. That is true. He killed. He killed that that blonde guy that the blonde chick was seeing, Benji. Benji, yeah. He planned a whole thing to lead him alone to the to the basement of the library. That's first degree no, no, murder. No, one hundred percent. But he was gonna let him. He was planning on let him go if he got the dirt, you know, that he needed. Mm-hmm. And if you keep watching the show, on a later season, he does let somebody go, which is very very weird because serial killers. After they trap you in the little weird basement, they're not going to let you go, man. But it also made no sense because he was saying that. And in my head, I'm just like, dude, at this point, if you let him go, you're fucked. Because he's going to snitch on you and, you know, tell the cops about you. Yeah. And the cops was already on your ass because the abusive um police chief didn't like you. No, no, he was a parole officer. Sorry, the abusive parole officer already found you suspicious, which he was right. But, you know. He was right. You yeah. know what's so funny? Yo, that save he did, fucking bullshit. Which one? When when the cop he he fucking um he he put Benji's body in the trunk. Oh, I don't think that was bullshit. No, 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 not that part. No, I'm thinking. He put no. ben, he put Benji's body in the trunk. He drove back and her friend or whatever, mm-hmm. and then they left. He drove back. The parole officer called the cops. Yeah. Pressed them and motherfucker. Oh, so you see, I have been growing a garden all yeah. this time. That that's a good save. That's a good save. He knew that the garden was there, so he used it to his advantage. And also, he knew that the parole officer has a history of drinking, so he used that against him. My man is smart, bro. I guess. I don't know. That was a... My man is smart. I, the thing with Joe is like... He, he That thinking on his feet was way too quick. Yeah. No, because he has thought about it before. Like, that's the, that's the whole thing with Joe is like... He's like a serial killer genius. Yes, he makes like the stupidest mistakes because he like stalks these girls and like... Doesn't make because like remember in one of the scenes he um he reports a gas leak in like one of the first few episodes he reports a gas leak and then he goes inside yeah, Beck's yeah. house and then um she comes in and he doesn't notice. First of all, my guy, haven't you been stalking her for weeks and knew that she had a full schedule? So how did she like come home and you didn't account for that? In that sense, yes, he lets himself get carried away when he's with you, you know, the one he loves. But when it comes to planning out his murders, super smart guy. When it comes to I will admit though he was tough because when he was reading when he was going through a laptop and she came home early and he hid in the shower and then she turned in the shower and he just stayed shut I was like nah he's tough you know why because that was probably some cold ass water she just sprayed bro and like you can't move or nothing with cold water this is so ridiculous tough. I don't want to spoil nothing because if you keep watching the show he gets into some situations where he's so like seriously hurt like emergency room type of hurt and he doesn't budge. Like mm-hmm. he like he's tough. Like and I'm not gonna say I would have folded in that cold shower. Ah, what 
the fuck? Oh, yeah, right. Why is it so cold? Yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna say it. And the, I would have been like, you take cold showers, weird ass bitch. You're not, you're not gonna watch it, right? You say you weren't gonna watch it. Nah, you could. I was on. You could spoil it. I was. I'll probably I'll later still watch it. But later on, he like. Um, Wait, should this be a spoiler one? Wait, what's is this season one? No. You're talking about two or three? Three. Spoiler, spoiler warning, everybody. Spoiler okay. warning. Um, but in season three, towards the end. He's framing some, he's um faking his death, right? And to do that, he had to like light his house on fire and he had to cut a piece of his, he had to cut his pinky toe off to make it seem legit. And my man's literally takes a butcher knife, puts it next to his toe, takes a mallet and goes, bites on a, on a, on a cloth and goes, bang, and he yeah. just fucking cuts his toe off. And you wouldn't think so, but like my man's Joe is a, it's like 130 pounds, but he's tough, bro. He's tough. Did he run funny after? No, he was walking. He was like, no, fine. you can still run fine. But you. he was like, like, he was like, holy shit, fuck, fuck. But yeah, the, I, you know, what's, what's going to be Joe's doing is that he just doesn't stop. Like he doesn't see the error in his ways because I'm pretty sure there's serial killers out there that realize exactly what they're doing is wrong. But if you look at the show, he always justifies his killings. No, that's the thing, though, that people don't learn, that people don't realize about Circa is that what they're doing, nobody ever portrays themselves as the bad guy. Exactly, yeah. What they're doing, in their mind, they don't think what they're doing is wrong. And they always, no matter what, how terrible, whatever, they always find a reason to justify it. And that's the genius of this show. It truly shows the perspective, excuse me. It truly shows the perspective of a serial killer and somebody with a really fucked up head. Because think about all the other serial killer documentaries that that you um that you watch. It's always from the point of view, even if it is from the point of view of the of the serial killer, it's clearly stated that it's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's never justified. Like in the movie, the tone of it shows that what this person is doing, killing right now, it's a terrible thing and is wrong. But where you is different is that like they show his perspective and they show him justifying it. So you're like, you're thinking about that, you know? It yeah, makes but you think like, it doesn't make you think Izzy, right? Because you know he's wrong. He's killing people. But like, you kind of feel more sympathetic for the guy. Just a little bit. He's still serious. It's hard to feel but. sympathetic for a guy who stalked this chick out her window, watched her have sex with another dude. As he was, shit. yeah, and beat his shit in public, in the rain. And then from an old lady to come out asks for help with her bags and he fucking takes his sticky ass hands that he jerked with and touched her suitcase and everything. First of all, you don't know if he came. I don't know, but I don't want to know. <laughs> Second of all, what was he supposed to be like? No, you old bitch, get no, out. I'm almost just say, done. Bro, just say no and leave. No, he was he's a nice guy. That's the whole thing with Joe. Like he's portrayed as a nice guy. Like in this season, in the first season, he has Paco who he takes care of and he buys sandwiches. He employs him at the store, at the bookstore. He buys him food. He gives him a little money. So, you know, they're, like, trying to show that, like, he's justifying all these murders. And the other people, people from the outside view, are seeing him as a genuinely nice guy. No, I get it because it's, like, you know, besides this one thing, he's just as... He's, like, the perfect guy except the one thing. Besides being a stalker, he's just this nerd that, like, loves books and whatnot. Yeah. Like, that's it. Yeah. But I wouldn't yeah. even call him a nerd. I would say he's just like a, a a super passionate, like intelligent person. I guess. But yeah. Um. Other than that, the show it's fine. I'm not too crazy about it. But the other part of my week was speaking of shows. Um. Because I've been 
dry in terms of like I have nothing to play lately or watch. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I want to find something. And um, I decided, I think a day or two ago, I started rewatching um, the Cowboy Bebop anime. And I started rewatching that because I don't know if you know, but the they're doing a live action show of Cowboy Bebop and it's supposed to come out next month. It's not a movie like the Death Note movie. No, it's like a show because the, the anime, it was a show. It wasn't a movie. Well, they had a but movie later. But. Death Note is not a show. It's not a movie either. But they made a Death Note movie, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. But no, they're doing like episodes. So I want to rewatch it and then I'm going to watch that to judge it. I don't think the Do remake you, is going to be that good, but I'm, I'm going to still watch yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say live action movies have never been yeah, good. Yeah, for, so. for anime or whatever. Does, but yeah, it's good though because for, for like the end of the year, watching shows is going to be good be, for me because I have that. To keep me busy till November, and then I could watch that show. And then in December, the new season of um Demon Slayer is coming out, which I'm excited for because me too. Hell yeah! Like I don't even watch anime like that. Yeah, I don't watch as much as I used to. Demon Slayer is the one the one anime over the last year year and a half that I've actually fully watched and been invested in, mm-hmm. and I can't fucking wait. I thought it was gonna come out in October, but I guess not. no December. I'm excited because I I read it. So I finished it, and this arc that's coming is personally my favorite arc out of the whole series. Yeah, and my man's in one. The show covered so much in one season because in one season he's getting like, deep, like really really strong. So I like the pacing of the movie. But he does. Show. But it is they they do levels accurately because he's not just his character because he's the main protagonist. He's gonna like wax everybody. Like yeah, he does these fights, but like he's getting his ass whooped. Yeah, and he even is. show he's like recovering for a long time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Which I, I like that. That's one of my favorite things about the show. There's other aspects that make it my favorite, but that's spoiler, so I won't tell you until the anime gets there. But yeah, I'm excited for that. And then um, in December is also um, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6. Which you know I'm a big JoJo fan, so I'm excited for that part. Which I have been slacking. I loved part one. Part two is my favorite. Part three was good, and I've only watched like one episode of part four because... You'll, you would like part four a lot. You think so? Yeah, it's it's one of people's favorites. Overall, the ones that people claim are their favorites, it's usually part four, um, seven, two, and yeah, I think six. Personally, part seven's my favorite, so I'm also excited because the closer, once part six is done, we can now finally get part seven animated. You know what I really, really what I really really want. It's never going to happen, but I don't want a Yu Yu Hakusho remake mm-hmm. or like a continuation. What I want from anime is a Yu Yu Hakusho movie. Like a quick like... They f- have movies. Hour and a half, mo- like, but like more recent, like maybe in the in the last year. Like, in, like coming out in like two, three years from now. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest. I don't know what the movie should be about, but... I would just love to see a, mo- a Yu Yu Hakusho movie. It's my favorite anime of all time. It's a it's great so, anime. It's very underrated. A lot of people Super. don't really talk about it in terms of like good shonen anime. You know what was funny? I, I saw a YouTube video of a review of Yu Yu Hakusho. And the guy at the end, or was it a girl? I don't remember. And the guy at the end or the girl was so pissed because they were like, yeah, and that was the review of the show. And you guys should check it out. And then he, she or she said, um, and he was like, and um, Funimation, right? Yeah. Funimation? Funimation should bring this back instead of remaking Dragon Ball Z for like the 10th time because that was one of the reasons why they canceled it so they could remake so they could make Dragon Ball Z Kai or whatever. But you know why, right? Terrible. 
makes more money. It makes more money. Dude, even um, did you see the the Dragon Ball, the new trailer for the new movie? I'm not watching no more Dragon Ball movies, bro. Dude, give me, it's in, give me a Yu Yu Hakusho movie. They're doing like with that beautiful animation, bro. They're doing it like in 3D. It doesn't look good. I could show you after. It doesn't look that good. Even if it looked good, I will. Uh, Dragon Ball Z was like my favorite anime growing up as a kid, but they've milked it to the moon. So I'm not even interested in watching it no more. Mm-hmm. They've milked it so much. That's one of the few shows where I you could spoil me, cause I cause honestly I can give a fuck. And also, Dragon Ball is never you don't Dragon Ball is never. Writing has never been really good and new and inspirational, so it's always going to be the same shit. To be honest... It's never going to be deep. Fuck the Dragon Ball shit. Give me a Yu Yu Hakusho movie. Bring back Hunter x Hunter. Do shit like that, and I'll be happy. Bring up, bring back Clanad. I'd rather have Clanad. I heard that shit was sad. That shit was so sad. Oh, my God. It broke my heart. My little 16-year-old heart was in pain. I didn't even no. have a girlfriend yet, and I was like, fuck. These days, I can relate. Yeah, right? <laughs> Shed a couple of tears for that one. I'm not even going to lie. But yeah, at this point, like, but fuck all the bullshit, Dragon Ball Z thing. It's know. it's never gonna stop. Dragon Ball Z makes too much money, no matter how bad it gets, and you know that. It's, it's ca- like po- it's like Pokemon, bro. It's a cash grab. Yeah, That's all it is. no matter how bad Pokemon gets, it's gonna make too it's gonna make too much bread. I've never been a fan of Pokemon. Never saw the anime. Never played with the cards. I had the cards, but never played with them. None of that. I played the DS games. That was it. Um, now that we talk about cash grabs, did you know that like, maybe I'm dumb for this. But video game movies have always been a cash grab. That's why they're always so trash. Yeah. I did not know that. I heard that, like, if your movie is, it does better if, like, if it's really bad. Yeah. And if it's really good. Because yeah. you get more attention one, or you, something like that. One, you get more attention. Two, it's just a cash grab. So they don't want to impress anybody. They just want to get, like, that first yeah, week get office, the money box and then office money. And then they get out. So video game movies, that's why the Super Mario movie was terrible. The Street Fighter movies were terrible. I think there might have been a Tekken movie or whatever. Terrible. They're all disgusting. So don't watch those. It's but just yeah, a cash grab. That was just basically my week. So I'm looking forward to because I'll have stuff to watch and like to keep me occupied because video games are going to be dry for a minute until the beginning of next year. Yeah. And I'm not really tapped into the anime community, but I me love either. anime. I tried. So if you guys have a bomb but like don't send me no whack shit that you just watched and you're excited about if you have your send me your number one anime DM it's gonna it to be me. a lot of naruto and get the dragon fuck out of here i've seen all that shit <laughs> i've seen the naruto's i've seen the dragon ball z give me another i've seen mm-hmm. one piece don't one even, piece is good though it is but too many episodes don't fucking send me fairy tale that bullshit it my way give me some good underrated anime would you watch black clover yeah i think it's okay I've never seen it, but I've heard a lot about it, and I would watch it. But send me your favorite anime and nothing mainstream. Attack on Titan. Don't send me none of that bullshit, man. I want to hear it. But send I heard it. Titan's good. I haven't watched it, but I fell off. I need something. Under- under- you want something that's not a mainstream? Yes, because okay. the mainstream shit is bullshit, bro. Most of the time is the first. Only- with the mainstream, th- mainstream, mainstream anime, this is what happens. Like um, One Punch Man. First season, great. Other seasons, ass. You know, it just declines after like second, third season. So I need a good. But not Demon Slayer, right? You bias. <sighs> Demon Slayer is too good, and it's too new for me to tell. You know what they're doing right now? Speaking of Demon Slayer, did you see the the train movie that came out? No, because I'm waiting for like a week before the anime comes out, or like a couple of days, because that'll be a refresher. I I've been like so tempted to watch the movie. Because on Crunchyroll, they're putting out the movie in episodes each week. A word. And you have to watch it because, yeah, movies usually aren't canon, but that movie's like, 
part of the main story. So you have to watch it before for the next arc. You know. So just letting you know now. So when you watch the new arc, you're not lost. What I'm about to say right now is gonna you know throw off a lot of people. So this is gonna throw off people from sending me suggestions because they're not they're gonna think I'm not an honest, true anime fan. Even though I will watch the movie, but I prefer English sub, man. That's fine. I do. It's honestly, it's not that big of a deal anymore. Whatever you like, you and like. I feel it's, like it never, it never was. People made it a big deal back then when I was in high school. It's just because everybody wants to, you know, act hardcore and be extra and have one up you. Yeah, but I remember the guy in front of me used to ridicule me for watching. Not ridicule me, but. The guy in front of you. Yeah. We used to be like, don't watch that shit, son. Well, just watch in it class? Dumb. You. Oh. You. The guy in front of me as you're literally <laughs> so sitting conf- in front of no, me. No, I'm thinking you say like you're sitting in class. No, for watching the dub. Like I always was like, people always were like, oh, that, oh, that dub shit. Ew. I do feel there. Okay. I do feel there are some animes where my justification for watching it subbed over dub is because I feel like there's a lot of times because it's such a big translation you know, between from Japanese to English, that some moments can get lost and that can cause that and that can cause some scenes to not hit as harder or get the right um, meaning behind it and right words. Cause it could, you know, if you had the wrong words and whatnot, it could change the entire feeling and meaning of the scene. And there are shows where or movies where the translation is bad. So it's totally different and it makes it it could it could literally make a anime the difference could be that anime is so good. So like because of bad translation, the anime is trash. So I feel like sometimes, and also because of that translation error, I feel like the Jap is better because this is how the original author wrote it, you know, in his language and his intentions. So you get like the character that he wanted best for it. Granted, it is an anime, so it does get changed and adjusted for the mm-hmm. manga a bit. But I feel like you still get their best character put forward that they want you to to read about and, and watch. But... but my- Sorry to cut you off. Go ahead, go ahead. There are other sh- I do agree that there are shows that the English dub presents and does it better than the Jap. I have some shows where I prefer to watch, like you, Haka Show. I prefer to watch the English over the the Jap because I feel like, specifically, the voice actor for Yusuke does it really well. And in my opinion, I prefer that one over the Jap voice for for Yusuke and you, Haka Show. But there are other shows where I prefer the Jap, and there are shows where I'm like, honestly, either is fine. They're both good. In my opinion, with me, it's like a convenience thing. Like, I'm a business major, so I'm like reading like a ton of shit, like research mm-hmm. online and all this other shit that I'm reading all day, textbooks. I'm just a college student in general, so I'm always reading textbooks and shit like that. So like, when I get home, I'm not trying to read no shit. I'm just trying to like listen to some things and... I don't know who else does this. I don't know who is the criminal that does this if I'm the only one. But I watch anime sometimes while I do other stuff. Yeah, like, a lot of people do that. Yeah, like, so I don't have, I can't have my eyes on the screen at all times. Yeah, because so you need I your like attention to read it. it. Yeah. If I hear, like, something, like, a super interesting scene, then I'll watch it. But, like, you know, sometimes there's fillers in animes and stuff like that. So that's why I prefer the English dub instead of the sub. And people are like, wow, you're that lazy or you're like... You have a third grade reading level that you can't read the screen that fast. And I'm like, no, you dumbass. I just f- like the convenience of not having to look at the screen the whole time. Like, I like to draw. So, you know, from time to time, I'll like, I'll put on an anime on my computer on my desk while I'm like doing a little painting or whatever. So, obviously, I got to look down at the painting so I can't be 
staring at the screen the whole time. Yeah. Although I will say, if it's a really great anime, like Yu Yu Hakusho, Clan Ad, Demon Slayer, I won't do anything else. I'll just watch I've that. I've never... Anime. I haven't heard Demon Slayer in English. I've only watched it in sub. No English, but... But uh, I read it, so like, you know, it's fine. Yeah. But it's done by Funimation, right? Yeah. So I'm sure the English dub is good. It's good. But um, when it comes out in December, I'm not going to wait six months for it to get dubbed. So I'm definitely going to watch it in sub. Like, for example, I prefer One Piece. I don't watch... Well, nowadays, I don't watch anime like that as much. I just read. I do know that One Piece in English sub sounds better, but I still watch it in dub because, again, the convenience factor. Yeah, like, I've heard both. And I think, for example, I think... The voice actor for Luffy in Japanese nails Luffy's voice as a character way better than Luffy in English. Not saying Luffy in English doesn't do a good job, but that's just my preference. But if you listen to it in English, Zoro and Piccolo are the same person. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> what's the name? Christopher Sabat. Yeah, and um, Krillin and Usopp are the same person, I believe. I don't know. I haven't heard I the so. English in a long time from One Piece. I know there's like two two voice actors from Dragon Ball Z that are also on One Piece. I just forget who they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dragon Ball, honestly, either or is fine. They're both really good. They're Lately, good. I'm I'm more um, towards the Jap. Okay. But the English dub for Dragon Ball is really good too. Okay, not bad. Oh, yeah. I like them both. Um, but let's get into, it's already been like 45 minutes. Yeah. So let's get into our first topic today. And some the, fir- the topic that I'm excited about we're not that excited anymore. I'm not saying that Chris burst my bubble. We talked about it earlier on the show, but I'm a huge Nintendo fan. You know, I grew up playing Nintendo games, and Nintendo just announced that they're gonna have a Nintendo 64 emulator thing with like bundled in with their subscription. But I'm gonna let Chris explain why this subscription is butt cheeks because he did such a good. I was excited, but he did such a good job at explaining why. The subscription is just trash that I'm not even, I don't even think I'm going to get it no more. I was going to get it, but I don't even think I'm going to get it no more. And he didn't burst the bubble because he's making so many great points. So tell everybody. I feel everybody, like you're gassing me up too much. No, 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 because you made great points. Tell everybody why this subscription is a total ripoff and nobody should buy it and we should boycott Nintendo. Go ahead. So what Sandy is talking about is, I forget, I think it was the same direct when they announced Sora for Smash that they announced it. But for those who don't know, on the Switch, um, they had a internet subscription like Sony with PlayStation Plus and with Xbox. But for a while, it was just for $20 a month, you can um, basically, you know, you play games online. So that was a script. That was a subscription for it and whatnot. But they recently announced that they were doing another price point, another pack expansion where it was going to be $50 a month. And. What was different from the $20 was you were going to get the same thing to play, you know, games on the Switch on the Internet. But you were going to give they were going to give you um, a bundle of classic N64 games and Sega Genesis games to play on Switch that you would um, basically emulate from the Switch. Now, on paper, you know, you're like, oh, cool, I get to play these classic good games and whatnot. But the problem was that these games, they don't run well. They run like shit and like a bunch of drop frames, glitches, all that stuff. And they look bad. You can go on Twitter or look up online where there's people that post comparisons of like how the game runs, how the game looks on the 64 versus on the Wii versus on the Switch. And the Switch looks the worst. And it's just backwards because 
this is your latest hardware and out of everything it's your most from your Wii and everything it's your most powerful it's not the most super powerful hardware compared to an Xbox and a PlayStation but it's your most powerful hardware right now and so why does the game run like shit it should be the best one on it so basically it's a ripoff because you're paying $50 for these games you're paying you're paying $50 to get these games that run like trash when because these games are so old there's people who own PCs that emulated these games onto these PCs and they made them run way better at a higher frame rate, updated, you know, the textures or graphics and it just looks way better in general. So it's like, why spend that extra $30 for shitty games when if you have a PC or, you know, you can with less than that or probably a little bit more effort, you can save that money and make your way and emulate the games a different way and they'll run way better and won't have that problems. Yeah. So that's the problem with Nintendo is like they're not really putting effort into making these games run well. They're just throwing them in and you just don't care. And it's a ripoff because, for example, I have a, a PlayStation and a Switch. And for PlayStation, the to pay for PlayStation Plus, the internet subscription is $50, $60. So it's for around that same price point. When you compare Nintendo, you still get you get the internet and um, these games are run like trash while on Sony. With a PlayStation for, if I pay $50, I get, you know, to play on the internet with friends. I get, um, they do this thing every month where they give people two free games to download per month. So I get two new games for free every month. Um, they always throw these sales on the PlayStation store. And if you're a member, hold on, I couldn't stop. And if you're a member, you get an exclusive deal. And, um, what you call it? Sorry, I was trying. Yeah. You get exclusive sales if you're a member or not. You get sales and, on movies and shit like that too. Yeah, on everything. And if you look at the PlayStation Store, they're always doing game sales every season, like for no reason at all. Every month, pretty much. Not yeah, every they season, always right? have sales for no reason. So you get that, and you also get to um, um, voice chat with your friends online like that. And for people who don't know, on the Nintendo Switch, you can't just through the Switch you know, invite your friend to a party or like a lobby and just chat. It's either you have to do it from like a third party software or you download the Nintendo Switch app on your phone and use, and use your regular headphones. And like, I don't know if they changed this recently because I heard that they added Bluetooth. Head, you can now put Bluetooth headphones for the Switch. I'll double check. But from right now, from what I know, the fact that you're also paying at 30 and you don't even get the regular stuff that Sony and Xbox gives you, you have to go out of your own way to download a whole app just to chat with your friends online. And majority of one of the main games people are going to play on the internet a lot is going to be Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And if, for those who don't know, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate is notorious for running like shit online. So now you're paying extra money not only to play these classic games that run like shit, but now one of the most popular games on the Switch and one of the most popular fighting game of all time. Now you're, getting, now you're paying the extra 30 just for it to run like shit. Facts. And granted, we don't know if they're going to fix this problem. They probably will fix the problem. Cause the internet problem? No, the, the graphics for the uh, N64 emulator running like shit. The internet problem has been there for forever. So they're not buying it. I highly that. doubt it because that was one of the things that Nintendo's always, that people have asked for for Nintendo and it's just never done. Yeah, that's true. But let's say they fix it. It's still not worth it. The only way it'd be worth it if it's, they do like the PlayStation thing and they give you all these one or two free games every month that you can yeah. download 
that would be the only way to be worth it. Or the only way that would be worth it, to be honest, is the family plan is 80 bucks for up to seven people. And if you divide that, I think it comes out to like $11.50 for the year. That's the only way it's worth it. And even then, the, the, the games are not even running properly. So I would just say save your money. And if you want to play with friends, just get the regular subscription, which is like $20, 20 bucks a year. A year. Yeah. So like, what, two bucks a month or something like that? Yeah. Something like that. The family plan, I can only see it justified because if you have seven Switch owners in the house, because if they each pay 20 that's going to be 140 But even... Where instead you'll save... $60. But that's the only reason why I would say that one's justified. But even then, the family plan is not even that good because... It's not even a lot of content. You're not... But in the content that you're getting doesn't even run properly. Exactly. So it's not even a deal. Like, you're just... At that point, you're just playing... Paying to pay online. And Mm -hmm. 80 bucks a year for seven people. On the Switch, not a great deal. 20 bucks for one person is fine because you're you're only paying two bucks a month, 20 a year. Mm -hmm. So... Less than two. Yeah, less than two bucks a month. So, yeah, I mean... So, that's, like, the problem with it. Nintendo has always had the, Which on, the I'm not, online problems. I'm not surprised because that's Nintendo. And yeah. They're... The people who run it are very old school like that, so they're not going to change that much. Yeah, that is true. But, you know what I've been obsessed with lately? What? It's just TikTok. I'm on TikTok all the time, and I'm scrolling through TikTok, and I hear this voice, and I'm like, this voice sounds familiar, but it's, it's good. Like, I like it, right? You're going <laughs> to laugh at me. This voice sounds familiar, but but I I like it. It's good, and then I realize it's the bad baby girl, you know, the the catch me outside girl, and mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, she actually made a good song, and people on TikTok, I don't know how how people feel about it on social media, because TikTok TikTok is a very juvenile app. There's like a lot of younger kids on there, so they'll hype they'll hype up trash songs all the time. But I I gotta say, what's the song called? No idea. I gotta say. I think it's called like 22 or something. I got to say, she did a good job. Because if you look back to like her first song or two, that shit was booty cheeks. But I got to give it up to her because she didn't just like take all that hate that she got and like stop making music or quit and just became the meme girl. She still is kind of the meme girl, but she kept working on her music and she actually made something that's not terrible to listen to. Like it's not bad. It's good. Am I gonna add it to my playlist? No. Am I gonna listen to it all the time? No. But th- did I was I shocked when I found out it was it her? Was different. Yeah. Was I shocked when I found out it was her? Yeah. Was her voice pleasant to listen to? Yeah. It wasn't bad. If she keeps doing this, she could be a very successful artist one day. She's still young, bro. She's still like eighteen, I think. Yeah. So she has her whole career ahead of her. So she, if she keeps doing this and putting out songs like that and improving even on the the style that she has right now, I think she could have a, a nice um. A nice music career because what happens with these kids that are like 16, 17 and they blow up and become famous is like they get put in a box mm-hmm. type of thing. Like there's examples, sorry, there's examples of like these kids that become memes and stuff like that. Or even like older people that become memes and then they're just known as that specific thing. And then they're never they're never able to move from that box. Like she was the catch me outside girl for so long. Mm-hmm. But like now that this new song is coming out. Yeah, some people are still referring to her as the Catch Me Outside girl. And even for years to come, some people will still refer to her as that. But you can't deny that, like, the song has is a lot better than her old shit, and the song is not bad. And she's, like, separating her name from, from the meme, and that's good. She's moving in a good direction. Little by little, if you keep doing other things, people are not going to own you known, only known you as the Catch Me Outside girl. 
But I disagree with you in the sense that about her music because I she's never she's never caught my eye in terms of music or looks. And then all the stuff that I heard from her made me not want to listen to her. And then you played me the clip of her her verse and whatnot. And like, yeah, it was cute because she's like doing like the whole oh I'll be your boo thing. Blah, I'm not blah. gonna lie, the but song, like the verse just was not good. I wasn't feeling it. I liked it. The song made me feel like a bad bitch. Um, and I like I like the song. I like the verse. I don't like the song. I like the verse, and I don't like her full verse. I like the first part of her verse. What was the first part again? He she said something. I'm tripping for no reason. I don't know. The rest of it like that, but I liked it. It wasn't bad, and I'm think I think she's doing a good job for a young girl that you know just turned eighteen. I think, or she's like nineteen. I, I think, think she's recently turned eighteen. Yeah, I think she's she like if she keeps working hard and she puts work in, you know, music is a thing where like when the first time she dropped a song, she was like fourteen. Like for a fourteen year old, she didn't do bad, man. No, like, it's just something you have to keep at it to keep chipping away. And people be forgetting, good. like people see her as the catch me outside group, but she's a very young girl, you know. She acts much like she curses and does all this other crazy pro- shit. It's so not- people think that like they judge her harsher. But like for a fourteen year old, that song wasn't even that bad. And now that she's eighteen, the song that she dropped is not bad. There's a lot of artists right now that are more successful than her that have worse songs. Trust me. It's cause to me, she, like, cause she's young. She's just a brat. But also, she's just mad annoying and does shit for no reason, which is fine. You're a dumb kid. Yeah, that's, that's what fine. you do. But it's like, to me, I see it sometimes. I'm like. She gets all this attention from it because people like find her very attractive. Which personally, I think she's okay. But personally, I'm when you said when you said I never liked her music and I never thought she was that she was all that like look wise. I was like, I hope not. She was like underage to like a no, months obviously ago. not. But also, I'm just like, because there was a long time where like, dude, you saw when she blow up. Like, mad rappers got exposed for hitting her up, and they had no idea she was, like, under... She was, like, 17 or 16 at the time. Yeah, everybody was sexualizing her. Yeah, Phoenix. And she was, like, 14, 15, and she was um, very young. But I remember it blew up when she turned 18, because they were like, oh, you know, mad people are just waiting for her to turn 18 so they could just hit her up and and, whatnot, and Phoenix. And I know that, like, her personality is, like, hard for a lot of people to swallow. People don't like her. She's She might... You might view her as annoying or, like, a brat or, like, all this other stuff, which... In part, she is, because that's why she became famous. But I got to give credit where credit is due. She made a banging song. I like it. A ton of people are fucking with it. She, you know, she she didn't give up. She kept on making music. So I got to give it up for her. I like the song. It's good. And she should definitely keep making music. Because if she makes more, you know, more songs like that, make me feel like I'm a bad bitch, we keep listening. Look, as much as I don't like it, if she's making music and it sells... From her perspective, if it sells, then there's obviously people who like what you're doing, so keep doing it. Yeah, first of all, even her first song, like, it was a meme, but that shit blew up, so she'd been selling records for a yeah. minute. So, like, it's not like she was going to stop regardless, even though everybody was hating, but now, like, her first song blew up, like, the flip-flop shit blew up because people were making fun of her because it was funny, you know? It was a meme. People were like, wow, this girl's so trash, whatever, whatever. But now this song is also blowing up, but for the right reasons. People like mm-hmm. it. People are fucking with it. People were surprised that it was her, and she sounded so good on this song. Yeah. So, you know, got to give it up to her. Um, she's doing good in life. So, hold on. I stopped my video real quick because mm-hmm. it was getting full, so I'm going to just delete some stuff and not play it again. Go ahead. Take your time because we're moving into the next topic after this. Yeah, so. I just wanted you to finish it. You have another topic? Or should I move into my next one? I have the Alec Baldwin. Uh-huh. Do you want to do Boosie and Lil Nas X first or Alec Baldwin? Yeah, that'll be quick. Right? That'll be quick, yeah. 
That'll be like not even five minutes. Little baby, the bad baby thing was in five minutes. I think it was like six minutes, five minutes, six minutes, something like that. Yeah, oh, we're about to reach an hour, so we'll be done in like an hour and fifteen. Yeah, so let's just about to be you're ten. Uh, hold on. Okay, go. Oh. All, right. All right. So, um, so yeah, that was just how I felt about Bad Baby and her stuff. But yeah. yeah. So I needed to take a break from TikTok because, man, TikTok, the song was good, right? But I was like, I need to, you know, when you're like on one social media app for too long. Yeah. So you either need to go to another social media app, which is probably not the healthiest. You should probably like do some stretches or something, go and get some fresh air. You know, your ass don't stretch. Facts. So I go on Instagram and the first thing that I see is Lil Nas X is trolling Boozy again, man. Lil Boozy. And I find this hilarious. Did you see what what it was? No, tell me. I know Boozy's always saying or starting some shit. Oh my shit, god, he says and some he terrible hates, shit. He's such a fucking dude, he's to me, I, he's like the super definition of like toxic masculinity. Yes, yes, like, he is so bad. Let me explain to you what he's what he did. So Lil Nas X is trolling, right? He's always trolling. So he says he has a he has a song with Boosie and he he got him on a feature and all this other stuff. And apparently Boosie hates him because he, cause he's gay. Just because he's gay. Yeah. No other reason. It's obvious Boosie does not like gay people. Yeah. He trust me. He did. He made he's, that very clear. Yeah. With a tweet. He, so he wrote a tweet and he said a bunch of stuff. But what stood out to me in the tweet, he said the F word like four times. And no, I'm not talking about fuck because oh, I can okay. say that up here. The other F word that's derogatory towards gay people. He said that so many times on that tweet, and it was just like crazy because he like after that he made I think a video or something. He was like, "I'm not gonna get canceled because like I'm international. Mad people fuck with me." And like, man, cancel culture. Do your thing. If there's one person that you should be canceling out here, it's not Dave Chappelle, probably not the baby. Go fucking cancel this guy Boosie, man, because he's terrible, man. He's out here like, yeah, sometimes these communities can be very sensitive about stuff like that. But this guy, like, Lil Nas X is like a 20-year-old, 22-year-old. He made a joke about having a song with somebody. You don't got to call him all that and do all that. And he said, "I this is the, the craziest thing. He said, I hope you commit suicide, which is what stood out to me. That's like, I feel like that's crossing a line. Mm-hmm. I feel like, yes, you could be a supportive boosie. Yes, you might be a traditional person, but you should never wish for somebody to take their own life like that. It's mm-hmm. like a thing that should never be said. In yeah, but he's been a while from the start, dude. Because no, he, he has. Like he was always saying some shit, and then like once I heard that, um, it brought to light that like he hired a prostitute to have sex with his thirteen-year-old son. Like that's some wild shit, bro. Yeah, and, and he people, didn't get canceled after that. And people didn't give him slack for that. I'm like, y'all, y'all don't realize how fucked up that is. I'm like, that's sexual. He hum- paid somebody to rape his. Yeah, kid. I'm like, bro, that's not. Yeah, that's rape. That's, no, that's sexual rape. Yeah. Uh, harassment. Like. That's I feel like that's, it's r- not that's your, rape. It's not your porn filled fantasy. Like, no, that's terrible. That's terrible. Let your kid choose when he has to lose his virginity. If he wants to lose it at 13, cool. If he wants to lose it at 30, cool. But I, it should I be his a, choice. I had a friend that well, one of my friends like tried to justify that. And like I got into a debate with him about it. He tried to justify that? Dude, there's a lot of people that justified that and were mad at Lil Boozy for doing that. If you're trying to justify that, hit me in the DMs, we could argue about it. Part of me feels like though. Now that I think about it, one of the reasons he did that is because part of me feels like he was afraid that his son was, like, maybe um, bisexual or gay. So he wanted to, like, oh, here, here, have some pussy. So now, you know, you'll you'll like pussy and whatnot. Wouldn't that be the best thing if Lil Boozy's son was gay? 
That'd be the best. That'd be dude. He'll be so mad. That'd be karma. Like he the will, universe he will working. Probably try his hardest to hide it. Man, that yeah, he would. Um, that would be like the universe working overtime right there. Like I swear to God, that'd be like the best thing ever. But yeah, he's been wild. He's been doing wild shit from the start. Yeah, he has. Cause he, but also he's old like that. So like not that, old. That but does like, not justify it. No, in the sense like you know how old people are just so set in their ways and ignorant they don't care. The stubbornness, yeah. Yeah, he's just stubborn. You could tell too. He's just stubborn as fuck like that. But you know, and was, he has supporters that are with him. So he's like, I have people who fuck with it. So that why? That is true. You know what's hilarious? I saw a tweet that said little boozy. Has survived ten years in a decade in prison. Um, he beat like two murder charges, but his greatest foe, Lil Nas X. <laughs> it's so hilarious. Like, first of all, bro, he just be on IG like having, hosting, having naked girls come in his live, and he just be doing that shit to be bored. I was just gonna say, like during quarantine, he would just have like girls like get butt ass naked, showing yeah. their butt, showing their pussy, everything. On Instagram Live, which to me, like, that's his business. If he wants to do that, that's not really offending anybody. If these girls are willingly doing that and stuff like that, all you're going to do is get yourself banned from Instagram. So you're doing everybody a favor regardless. So if you want to do that, I never had a problem with that. But, like, the other stuff, like, he needs to chill, man. Like, he He's not going to chill. He, he's, he's just hey, I'm stubborn like that. Yeah, he's never going to chill. And the thing is, like, what's what's the, the, the irony of the thing is, like, he would be so lucky to have a a, uh, a feature with Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X is killing it yeah. right now. Um, number one song, Grammy nominated. I don't even know if he won the Grammys, but I know he's Grammy nominated. I'd say like one of the top artists right now out. When mm. was the last time you heard a Boozy song? I don't know. I never heard his shit. Exactly. I know most people here right now are like, I know who he is, never heard his song. So if you were actually to get Lil Nas X on a song, that just bring your career all the way up. So I don't know why you're making a big deal. He's acting like he's the bigger artist, and Lil Nas X is like the lower art, the lower tier artist, like chasing clout, which they're both chasing I'm clout. I'm sure it's the, but it's the other way around. I'm sure it's the same dynamic as like Joe Budden and Logic. How like Joe Budden just hates on Logic for no reason, but it's like, bro, his music is way better than yours. Hey, hey, hey! Joe Budden had that Mean Girls song that nobody heard. Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> So, but yeah. yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. Good job on Lil Nas X for like trolling him like that. That was hilarious. That made my week. My thing is though is like, bro, yeah, gay or not, what do you don't what do you like that or not, bro? You don't have to put that you could just take that away and bump in his music and his music slaps. So like that's what really matters at the end of the day as an artist. Like yeah, fact. do I fuck with your music or not? What who you fuck in your personal time? Has nothing to do that, with me. That shouldn't be a huge factor, you know. But every, it shouldn't be a factor at all. Different. It shouldn't be a factor at all. What you do in your free time doesn't concern me. Do you put out bangers? That's what concerns me no, as no. a listener. That is important because there's a limit. Because like I can understand little not sexual side, but like if a person over here to me is like, "Yo, I fuck with R. Kelly's music so heavy," I'm gonna be like, "Well, no, I'm talking I about no, no, I'm talking about like their legal sexual preferences, not their weirdo like." 12 year old sexual if you bump R. Kelly and like you don't feel some sort of internal conflict within you while bumping it uh, have you ever I don't know know if I can fuck with you man (laughs) have you ever seen the the SNL um, news thing that um, that Pete Davidson did oh when they do the newsstand and they crack jokes that Pete Davidson did no what did he do Um, so he said that all these people that he's he said he's not gonna listen stop listening to R. Kelly or Michael Jackson, but he said that every time 
he should people just like should acknowledge what these people did. So he said, "Yeah, R. Kelly's a terrible person, but I need to listen to that Space Jam song. What's it called? I forget. I believe I can fly. Oh, uh, that was him. Yeah. Oh, the he said the Ignition remix. He's like, but that doesn't mean I'm gonna stop listening to the Ignition remix. But I do acknowledge that he was a terrible person. Yeah, that's the thing. Cause I'm like that with Michael Jackson. Cause I really fuck yeah. with Michael Jackson. But there'll be times I'll sit there and I'm like. Damn, yo, why you had to do that shit, man? <laughs> and he made two... I was like, damn, man, your music fucking slaps. Why you had to do that shit, man? <laughs> he made two great jokes, and he was like, so every time he listens to R. Kelly, he'll donate a dollar to, um, to like, preventing sexual assault and stuff like that. And he said, just off the Ignition remix alone, he's donated, like, $1,000. So I thought that was funny. And he also said that people should just acknowledge what, you know, these famous people have done. And, you know, you don't have to stop you know, necessarily like listening to their music or doing other stuff, but just acknowledge it. And the joke that he made was like, yeah, you could buy a Mustang, but every time you get in it, you got to say Henry Ford hated the Jews, which I thought that was, was yeah. hilarious. Like, don't, don't be ignorant of a person's history. That's, it, that, you know what that is though, not to get political, but that's the same, that aspect should be the same mindset applied to people that um would rep the Confederate flags because they would sit here and say, Oh no, it's a sign of a blah blah blah. Like, no, it's about people who rebelled against the current laws of America and wanted to have slaves back and whatnot. You can't change a symbol into a new meaning where everybody has something set in stone in history. Yeah. Exactly. It's like that. Yes, you can go and it can turn over the leaf at times, but like at the end of the day, you can't take away what R. Kelly did. No matter how much of his music you bump or how different it is. I think his point that shit's was- still gonna be there. And if you think about it more, right? When people write music as artists, they're telling their story, their emotions and stuff. I'm pretty sure what some of his songs, emotion stuff, he was thinking about doing it with those kids and whatnot and he put was. his heart into it. So like for you to listen to that, you're like, I fuck with it. Like, mm, I don't know, man. But that's but that's the thing that that um that Pete Davidson was saying. Like he doesn't care about that. He said, I'm just listening for like the vibe of the music. So like the same thing with Michael Jackson. So he was saying, Yes, you can listen to their music. You should be allowed to listen to the music without being ridiculed you should just not try to um justify their actions yeah just because he made great music doesn't mean he's not a shitty person and he didn't do terrible things you could listen to his music but then if anybody asks you about it you should be like yes he did a terrible thing but the ignition remix slaps and i'm still listening to it yeah exactly you could do that like you could just be honest about it same thing with the confederate flag like i'm not trying to get political either like you but like people know that it was about keeping slaves slaves keeping slavery alive so why would you try to change the symbol for that you know you but you can't change it because bro that's set in history that's exactly. always what that flag represented like you can't change it's them. just being ignorant about it exactly but yeah to me you have a confederate flag i don't know well, i don't know what you want me to think like i ever the first thing that goes to my mind is slavery like i already think you're a racist I'm not get you invite me to Thanksgiving. I see a Confederate flag on the porch. I'm turning right back around. Mm-hmm. I'm not going in there. I don't care how good your turkey is. I don't care how good how good those mashed potatoes are smashed. You know, I, I'll take a plate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but like, yeah, I'ma still listen to Michael Jackson, but I'm a I'm not gonna sit here and act like he did nothing wrong. Yeah, that's that was his point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um Speaking of celebrities doing wrong and people being ignorant of it, because I feel this way. I know you saw this because it was blowing up. Yeah. You saw when um um Alec Baldwin shot and killed the photographer on set, right? I'm going to let you explain everything that you know about it because I don't know too much about it. But in my opinion, I 
don't think Alec Baldwin was at fault. Basically, what happened was on a set of a movie, a Western movie they were filming, um, Alec Baldwin, one of the scenes, he had to use a gun and they all thought it was a prop gun and it wasn't loaded. No, it was, they thought it was, they knew it was a real gun, but it had blanks in it. Yeah, blanks or rubber bullets. But there was actually a live bullet and he ended up shooting it and ended up killing one of the photographers on set. Mm-hmm. So um, that was just a whole scandal because a lot of people don't notice, but movies, doing movies and specific movie stunts, people can die from them and people have died from them. So it's all about making sure hiring people, you know, being as safe as, pos- safe as possible, especially with guns. So while part of, I don't know the whole thing. But part of me is like, is it Alec Baldwin's fault that he had a live gun? No, because they hire, there's people on set whose jobs is to control weapons and, um, you know, make sure that they're blanks or there's no bullet. And they, because for a lot of movie scenes, what they do is that whenever there's scenes with guns and they practice and run the shots or whatever, they usually have fake prop guns or rubber bullets or blanks. You know, have around with them, but then when it's time to shoot the live scene, then they'll give them the real guns for the real fact. But the prop master or whatever, he'll let everybody know, hey, live guns on set, you know, everybody get the fuck out of the way because using real bullets, blah, blah, blah. And then when they're done, they take them away and put them away because, you know, or else there's a danger to everybody. So I don't know what happened specifically, but I guess the prop master or whoever, I assume they didn't do their job correctly and handed him a live, a gun with a live round that he wasn't aware of. But also, I don't know if it's for a specific shot or whatever. I don't know if we'll do it. But part of me kind of feels like, why did you like, I don't know if maybe um, if part of me is kind of like, why did it hit the photographer? Because if you're shooting a scene with a bullet, why did you shoot at the photographer? Was there like a shot specifically where like you aimed at the camera or like did it hit something and bounce off or hit her you know what i mean yeah that it was, part i'm kind of iffy about because i'm like okay they explained it they said that there was a scene where like you know those scene where like those scenes were like um the camera staring at the barrel of the gun and it goes off oh okay it was one of those oh okay, okay so her being a cinematographer she, she was to, right yeah she yeah, was yeah, right yeah, there, yeah like literally right in front like her face was looking at yeah. down the barrel of the gun mm-hmm. and um you know, they got to shoot it because, you know, at the end of the movie sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. some movies, you, you'll, the, the camera will look at the barrel of the gun and then sometimes it's CGI, but sometimes it's real where, like, they'll actually shoot the shoot the thing. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. But um, I saw this video on TikTok where this guy who explains the prop master stuff, according to him, he was saying that... Is that the guy with the puns? I love that guy. No, he was like some dude with, like, a gray beard. Was he an older big, man? yeah. He had a hat, like a tan hat? No, he didn't. I'll look for it after and show it to you. Okay. But according to him, he was explaining how the prop master works for stuff like that because he had experience with that too with films. And he was saying that um, it was, well, from what I gathered, this was kind of like bound to happen soon because it was reported that there was a lot of people who worked on that movie and on set with them that quit because a lot of reason they quit was because they felt that there weren't a lot of safety conditions or they didn't feel safe within the movie set and safety precautions weren't taken seriously. They so, also said that there had been three prior accidents with the gun problem. Nobody died in those, obviously, but there had been like three prior accidents with like props and stuff where like yes. it could have been unsafe. So this is not looking so good. So it was hinted like it was 
it's unfortunate, but like based on what happened before, if there's multiple instances with gun problems, but they kept shooting, they that means whoever was in charge of that or whatever, there was somebody that knew that was somebody knew that was going on and there was problems happening and they decided to to not take it serious and let it keep and just keep the film rolling. So keep working on it. I saw a guy on TikTok and he was also a prop master. master. I don't think we're talking about the same guy. Because what he explained is that usually he'll, you know, have the gun and then he'll put um, a, a blank in it. And the way you could tell it's a blank is because when you shake the round, you hear little balls moving in there instead of um, gunpowder. Because actual bullets have gunpowder yeah. to fire. Um, so he said, if you hear that, and then like two or three people double check it, he says the assistant director double check it. And I saw a different TikTok saying that the assistant director was supposed to double check the weapon and he never did. So I feel like that's the person who would have to take the fall for this. I think I blame for this. I feel like it's a problem that's going to be more than just one person. Yeah, no, definitely. This is the responsibility of not just one person. No, there definitely. is like one main like mass prop master or whatever. But like you said, they have to double check and everything. But the, like the, I the said, assistant directors have to double check everything. And the fact that there was gun accidents that happened with working on this movie before, it had to be it either went over people's head or somebody knew or one or two people knew and they just didn't care and they're like whatever. And people were trying to say that Alec Alec Baldwin might be at, should be at fault because he's one of the producers on the set. But the thing is, like, there are other three. There are also three other producers. So even if he was at fault, he wouldn't be the only producer there. Mm-hmm. Second of all, yes, he's a producer, but he was in the scene like acting. So like. Obviously, that's why you have a prop master, a director, an assistant director, so they could double check these things. Because yes, he's a producer, but he's also acting in the very scene where the incident happened. So how do you expect them to produce and act at the same time? Like he can't. I don't think personally. I still think he should get charged for murder. Because at the end of the day, you whether, think he should get charged? Yeah, because at the end of the day, whether he knew or not, I don't think he should get like a harsh sentence. I don't but think he I should feel, get a sentence at all. Part of me still feels like he should still be punished in some sort of way. For for what? Like explain the crime. Because he still yes, he didn't know, but like he still shot and killed a person. But he it, didn't but he I didn't know, know he didn't know. And he's working on a movie. He thinks it's very completely different. You should it like if I go to the street, right? And I and I'm planning on robbing somebody, but I'm not cl- killing I'm not planning on killing no, nobody, right? Like I have a knife or whatever. And it's just for protection. Or I have a gun, but it's just to scare the clerk. So he gives me the 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 money after the cash the cash register. But I end up killing somebody. That's my fault because I willingly I knew that this was a possibility that could happen. And yes, Alec Baldwin maybe did know that incidents could happen and stuff like that. But he thought if you think you're getting a prop gun with no live rounds, and, yeah. and they tell you for this scene you got to point it at the camera where this person's face is at. And, and and there's people who are supposed to do their job because, you know, you're an actor, you're busy, you're doing, you're reading lines, you're producing, you're doing all this other stuff. And the prop master said you could have the gun. The assistant director said the gun is clear. And the director gave you the gun. Everybody's ready. Then then he didn't know at all. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't know. So I don't think he should be charged because he didn't know. That wasn't his intent. He didn't do it because he wanted to. He didn't do it because none of those reasons. It was just an accident. Like, accidental murders, like, accident, well, incidents where people die do happen, and people don't get charged for those types of crimes because they weren't at fault and they didn't know. No, and there, it's negligence. There is still, like, second-degree murder, which is, like, murder that wasn't intentional. Yeah, but he didn't... He didn't um, 
I know, but second degree murder doesn't happen in this in this way in this particular no, situation. No, this is a complicated situation. But I feel like part of me feels like it still falls on that category where like he didn't he had no intentions of murdering her and he never planned it. So but it's still kind of. I'm not saying, but it's different because the full thing. When when oh, when shit. second degree murder, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not on or nothing. But second degree murder is not intentional. So let's say. You're fighting with your wife, right? And, yeah, and like I she remember. slips down the st- like you, you know, you guys are joking around, and she slips down the stairs, right? Mm-hmm. Or like you guys are fighting, and you like punch her, and she falls down the stairs. You were only intending to punch her, so you weren't intending to kill her, but that's second degree murder. That's different. You weren't intending to cause this person no harm at all. In Alec Baldwin's case, at that, all. That's fair. There was no. There was no. Um, there was no arguments before. He was literally just doing his job. That's like if um that's like if you're a construction worker and and somebody, you know, throws a, a hammer at you and you're supposed to catch it, you're doing your job, but they're not doing things right. That's not protocol, but you're just trying to do something, do your job, and then it slips off your hand or something like that, and somebody thirty stories down, thirty 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 stories down dies. It's not on you, that's on the person who threw it. It's not on God like Baldwin, it's the person who handed him the gun with the life. No, yeah, when you put it away, it's fair. I do think though I don't think he should he should serve any sort of sentence and for people who don't know, the police investigated him and everything and they yeah. have not filed charges yet. Yeah, he's working with them. But I I do agree with you on that. But I do think because of this, I don't think whatever this movie was, I think it's gonna get cancelled. I think yeah, that that's that should be his punishment. Like he shouldn't be punished at all because, to be honest, it was on somebody else completely. But this movie getting canceled, completely justifiable. I think the movie should get canceled. It doesn't even sound like it was going to be that good of a movie anyways. No, I didn't even hear here that this was in production until now. No, but it's like so. just this is just such bad press. And as they investigate, more stuff is going to be brought to light. Because if there was already previous accidents before, they're going to get more witnesses and statements. And somebody's going to say something to reveal shit. Of course. So I think, honestly... It's just gonna get canceled because it already just has a, such a bad rep. Yeah, it alone. I, I think. Oh, oh, is this the movie where Alec Baldwin shot and, and kill- killed the, the cinematographer or photographer yeah. or something? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, definitely think the movie should be canceled. It's in bad taste too to like release this movie when like such a huge scandal happened and the, a woman did lose her life. You know, how are the 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 kids of this woman and the husband are gonna feel? Let's say this movie is amazing and it becomes Ooh, a classic shit. and stuff like that. Like imagine if somebody had been killed on the on the set of like Star Wars or something, yeah. and then people just keep making movies. Like it's just gonna bring up that misery for that the initial family, the whole time. So I think it should be canceled one hundred percent. I don't think Alec Baldwin is at fault. Somebody definitely has to get charged for this. I do think though one of the reasons this story blew up is because I feel like this is like the first big main story being exposed of like someone dying on set, and I think it's because it involved a celebrity. Because a lot of people don't know, like I said before, there are movies when like filming them where the stunt crew, whoever, where things have gone wrong and people have died on set or been very ill injured. Who's the the famous martial artist in the movies? Not Jackie Chan, the other one. Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's son died on set of a movie before. Yeah. So it definitely does happen, but it only it only goes to light when like a super famous person either does something like Alec Baldwin. Or a super famous person dies, like Bruce, yeah. Lee's, Bruce Lee's son. That's why I feel like it blew up because yeah. So it only happened mm-hmm. like if let's say um, you know how sometimes they have stand-in for the actors. 
let's say a stand-in had killed the cinematographer. Like a stunt double? Yeah, it would have gotten attention, a lot of attention. Like somebody died on the set of this movie, but I don't think it would have been... Can- it, 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 I don't think it, there's a possibility for it to get canceled, and I don't think that it would have been such a big deal mm-hmm. to people. So, yeah. But yeah, I think um, we'll call it right there. So that was episode five of the Mind After Midnight podcast. Um, Sandy, plug yourself. Where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at Isandy. 015 Y-S-A-N-D-Y 015 and on TikTok if you want to follow me there at Isandy007 no TikTok vids but if I get some decent followers you know I'll, I'll put you know that new baby song got me shaking my butt so you might see me over there you know throwing it back or something Maybe. what about you when they, where can they find you throwing your butt you can find me throwing my butt on Instagram at Southpaws underscore credence and on TikTok at Southpaw underscore Savage. I said it last week, but I will change it. I did forget, but I'm going to change it this week for sure. You know, this is like a tra- There's two traditions to this podcast right now. The first one is at the end of the week, I tell you guys what show I've been watching, which I didn't do this week, but we did talk about you. What show I've been watching and how I feel about it. And then the other tradition is Chris's name on TikTok never changes. Never. Every week he's like, my, my TikTok is... Um, uh, Chris underscore Savage or whatever. But I'm going to change it. I'm going to change it, though. The TikTok just won't let me. But next week, tune in next week, I'm going to change it. And then the next week comes in, like, I ain't change it yet. But like I said, I'm going I'm to change it. Yeah, I've been forgetting. But um, for the podcast, you can follow the podcast on IG and TikTok at mindaftermidnight underscore. And pretty soon, like Sandy said earlier, since he has more free times, he's going to start posting clips from um, our weekly episodes and highlights of it. So definitely follow us on ig and tiktok to see those and definitely if you enjoy this pod share it to a friend or just post it and tag us and we'll post you guys back so we know that you guys enjoyed it um at the end we also want to do questions that people ask so we know last week a lot of people really liked the dating episode and we can talk about more of that in depth so if you guys have questions about us for dating or just want any tips and advice in general um hit us up Email us at mindaftermidnightcy at gmail.com. The email is in the link tree for both the for both the bio of the podcast account on IG and TikTok. So just go on there and there should be like a little mail icon there. So just click there and send us an email and um, just tell us your name, age, and where you're from. And then we'll answer it on the show and we'll shout you out. Facts. Anything you guys want. It doesn't even have to be advice. You guys want us to like... Do something on the pod. If it's not too crazy, we'll probably do it. Yeah. And if you guys want us to like talk about a certain thing, it could be like, if you guys want me to watch a show and review it, because I know you guys love my reviews, you know, this is fire. I'll watch the show. You know, it has to be good, though. Don't send me your butt cheek suggestions. Send me a good show and I'll watch and I'll review it or whatever. Bro, if you, you want to say hi, pop on over Instagram DMs and say hi or the email or whatever. We check that shit every day. So yeah, um, that's going to be it for this week. So we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Take care. I like that episode.